Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keys of the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and I'm joined, as always, in the studio by head football coach, Kurt Newsom. And, Coach, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. Folks, this past Saturday, we saw history in the making as the WAS took on their very first South Atlantic Conference football team. It was a thriller, let me tell you, as the WAS took on the ninth-ranked Wolves from Newberry, who are the reigning SAC champions and are picked to win it again this year. The Wolves came in to a packed stadium with nearly 5,000 fans yelling and screaming. The Wasps clashed with the Wolves for 60 minutes and ended regulations play deadlocked with the Wolves 20 apiece. And after two thrilling overtime periods, the Wasps would go down in defeat 26 to 23. But the game, in my mind, left no question in anyone's mind that the Wasps belong. And, Coach, I really think that that is a tribute uh, to the program, how hard you guys played, how, how tough a game that was, and how you fought to the very bitter end. Yeah, I was concerned going in, and, you know, I felt like our guys competed so hard. I mean, we you know, you give up a touch touchdown early, and then – then you come back, and then you go three and out. Yeah. And so my talk was, hey, can't give up a big play, and we can't go three and out. Well, so <laughs> I, I'm an idiot on the sideline after that because we give up a big play, and we go three and out. Mm, man, <laughs> but, right. but but the players hung in there, and they didn't uh, listen to their coach going off on the sideline. And uh, and I, I thought we fought the entire time, and I couldn't be prouder of a loss. And there's no such things as moral victories, and uh, I understand that. But I am proud of the way we competed, and uh, I thought we competed the entire game, and proud of that. I and and you have every right to be that and I think a lot of fans I think a lot of alums are uh, proud of the performance of the, these young men this past Saturday let me let's step back a little bit here I want to when you're preparing for a team that's the reigning champion they're picked to win it again they're ranked in the top 10 how, how do you go about convincing that your team that they're not Goliath that they can be taken down because you guys I think from the very beginning, I don't think those players ever thought that they could not beat this team. No, I, we 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 talked to the team in, in the. We have a Thursday meeting about the game, and uh, that's when I, I we meet with the team and we we talk about the man in the arena, and that was a Teddy Roosevelt thing. And uh, you know, if you want to compete, you know, there's a lot of people that don't get in their arena. But they're critics of the game. And I asked them, I said, where are the critics of the game? And they said, oh, they'll be up in the stand. <laughs> and uh, then uh, they said, hey, we're going to compete. And uh, so it, and they did. I mean, that's they're the ones in the arena. And they found out once they got in the arena that they could compete. Now, it's, it's going to be like that every week. Right, uh, you know, it's 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 not going to change, and we were fortunate. And the, the it's the game we have to play every week. We've got to play, keep the ball. This is not Kurt Newsom when I got here. It was speed up, go fast. I mean, but we've we've got to keep the ball in this league, mm -hmm. I mean, because uh, 
you know, it's it's new to us, and uh, so and we've got to keep the ball and you know limit possessions and do those type of things to win games. Well, you certainly did keep the ball. You had it a total of uh, over thirty eight minutes, which was just unbelievable. That's the most possession you had. But you guys are averaging well into the 30s. I think it's something like 34 and 35 and now 38 uh, games. It, how do you? What are you doing differently in your offense so that you guys are keeping that ball? We're adding some motions and we're adding some calls to, to uh, you know, we have the clap call for the can, uh, for mm-hmm. the cadence. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have a call that everybody in America has. It's cold, frosty, whatever you want to call it. And um, it'll be, we're not going to snap it until we see what you're doing. And, you know, people will change, and we, we understand all that. But it's, it's still in our possession. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we need to, and that wasn't our philosophy when, when I got here. You know, I mean, when I got here, it was hurry up, hurry up, hurry yeah, up. Yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, we need to, we need to make sure that our, our defense, who's played great, but they hadn't been on the field that much. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we we have ten deep at the defensive line, which this league has, and they play them. Yeah, and we're, we're different. I mean, our drop off is a little more different than than the guys in this league. So we need to have the ball a ton. Well, and and you have certainly done that, and we've talked about that. To drop off an injury to Emory is a lot more serious than to some of these other teams who've got someone coming in because they've been in this D2 for the last umpteen years. They've got five classes of the scholarship athletes. Yeah, and, and we've so got forth. we've got twelve full scholarships, and they're not full to twelve people, but they've been broken up. So, you know, when you're talking about 12 and they've got 36, and then after this year, I mean, as soon as this senior class graduates, we'll probably have seven. So, I mean, we're going to be in the market to find some guys. And uh, because we put our guys that were in the ODAC on scholarship because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're older guys. They're 22, 23, and they, I promise you they can play in this league. I think they proved it last week. I think they did too. Um, defensively, I mean, you guys handled them. I mean, they're coming in here, you know, they had, they've got four people on that offense that is preseason all-conference, and they're picked to win it again, as I said, and they're averaging 35 points. What, what was Coach Buzzo's game plan for going? I mean, just a, kind of a summary of what he was trying to do. Well, just as far as their their motion and stopping the quarterback runs were, were our biggest concerns. And I, I think he had a good game plan as far as when they motioned the speed sweep, and mm-hmm. that, that was a concern. And then the quarterback running with the football. And um, then I, I think – we had a great plan on that side of the ball, and I think we had a great plan on the offensive side yeah. of the ball to keep to keep the ball. And I think Kyle made some plays with his feet that that helped us, of course. And so, uh, you know, overall, we gave ourselves a chance to win in the fourth quarter and the overtime. And that, I mean, that's what was, what the whole game plan was about. And uh, I think we we made that happen, 
and it took us a while because, you know, <laughs> as I said, after the first series, I I went uh, crazy mode for a little bit because I said, no big plays and no three and outs, and here we go, here we, exactly. 70 yards or whatever it was, and then three and out. I said, hold on. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk a minute about uh, that first half. The game opens up. This is second straight home game that uh, it's taken – two plays this time 38 seconds into the game we're down seven to nothing it did not take them long to find uh out that we've got single coverage out there on those those wide outs it didn't take them long at all to, to see what they could do did yeah it? but i'll still put jalen crimes against right. about any receiver unless he's just uh six six mm. you know but and crimes has been playing free safety right and uh you know i i it's a perfect ball and a perfect play, and a lot went right for them on that play, and that you know that that happens. But uh, and I was questioning man coverage, but because he is a special receiver, number four for those oh. guys. Yeah, said. and he, I mean, once he caught that ball, it looked like to me that that Jalen tried was maybe trying to swat the ball out or something, and he got away from him. And there's no catching him. But he kept working, and even at the goal line, Jalen was working. Jalen's one of one of my favorites of all time since I've been here, and mm-hmm. uh, he's just a a hard worker and a great person and he's going to have his degree and he's going he's going to make everybody around him a better person and I I care about him a bunch and uh got a little injury this week but he's going to be playing again because he's a tough guy. Well, and you know, they scored three times. They had the, the long touchdown, they kicked two field goals, but all three of their scores were set up with big plays. They had the two big pass plays. And then they had Mario Anderson had a big 35-yard run. I mean, it wasn't they weren't driving down the field on you guys. It was. It must ones. be that coaching's overrated because I had told our team that was going to be the key to the game. But, no, we, we hit Mario. Mario's a great player. Yes. I mean, I've seen film from last year and this year and – we 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 had chances. It's it's yards after contact, and we we hit him at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and then we hit him again when he bounced, and um, you know he's 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 a special guy. And we we're playing a good football team, and uh, you know I, I I hope and I think we have a good football team. Now we'll find out because we you know these possessions and them having the ball twenty one minutes. You know, it's a little different situation. Yeah, because you know, yards per play, they were, you know, they were way, well ahead of us. Well, you you go down and score right after that, and we we uh, get ten points on the board. Halftime comes as a thirteen ten deficit, um, and talked about you. You even had the ball for seventeen minutes in that first half. So you know. Uh, Short goes seven for 11, 120 yards passing. He's having a good half, and he and he had to do that under a lot of pressure because they already had eleven sacks. Oh in. yeah, oh they are that defensive line, and I we're gonna play another good one this week. Uh, but let me tell you what, they had a guy that started twelve games at UVA, and he was their fourth or fifth best defensive lineman. We thought. Right, uh, and he started those as a sophomore. So they were up front, 
I mean, they were special. And we we didn't have a great day up front, and, and Coach Welly will tell you that. But for us to get as many points and the possession time we had was great for our guys. Mm-hmm. And those guys we've got up front, they, they love Emory and Henry. And, uh, you know, it's the best position to coach because they they don't care anything but about Emory and Henry. So an all, uh, offensive line coach has the best job in America other than when you're playing uh, against a team that's all over you. And <laughs> so we've all seen those. Well, you go in down 13 to 10, and uh, we're going to take a short break here. But when we come back, we want to hear what that halftime speech was because – uh, there was no letdown in the third quarter. You guys came out ready to play from the open whistle. But we're going to take a, a brief break, and then we'll be right back, folks. And let me say this before we go. If you enjoy this show and if you enjoy uh, Josh Floyd and I bringing you WEHC's coverage of their, our football program, then make a pledge to this station because we operate off of that right there. And if you enjoy that, then you can make a pledge. You can go to www.wehcfm.com and make the pledge or you can call 276-944-6593 so if you enjoy this show and our football program make a pledge and help keep us on the air so we'll be right back financial investments are very important but so are the investments of time patience and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches teachers and mentors Edward Jones is proud to support Emory and Henry Wasp Basketball on WEHC. To learn more about your investment options, edwardjones.com or 276-783-4448. Edward Jones, 126 East Main Street, Marion. Member SIPC. And we're back. All right, Coach, you're in the locker room. You're, you're getting ready to go out in the second half. What did you say to these young men after that first half? I said, uh, I think we've let everybody know up to this point that we belong and uh, show everybody this next half that we more than belong, that we, we can be wherever we want to be. And um, our kids believed, you know, and that's – that's what I talked about is and how hard they played and how hard they fought. And, you know, I've told them since day one, it's how hard are you going to fight in this league? Because we're, you know, we're going to play some teams with mm-hmm. players that are uh, special. And, uh, you know, like I said, every I've said this every week, you know, we've recruited a year and a half on scholarships and they've recruited uh, for – 50 (laughs) but all we're playing against is five years of it and uh you know so it's different you know you're playing against different guys than we've played against in the past and i thought our guys just stood up and said hey let's let's have a fight well and also you know coach we haven't mentioned this before but you know we're talking about recruit we've talked about it but you build relationships when you're recruiting, and these guys, they've been recruiting in these areas for the last 50 years. That that conference was formed in 1975, not quite 50 years, I guess, but 
you build these relationships with the high school and the coaches, and they know who you are, and and so you all are up against that too because that's how recruiting works. And I, but I think our staff, I think we've got a staff that likes to recruit, and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to go into Carolina and recruit against these guys, and I think we need to definitely win Virginia because that's kind of how I was raised at JMU and Virginia Tech. And uh, if we can win Virginia and go down and steal some guys in Carolina, because it's going to be harder in Carolina. Oh, now, yeah. most a lot of these teams are – now, Newberry, who we just played, they're all South Carolina. Yeah, and I saw that. And they, they are, they've done a great job in South Carolina. But some of the other teams, Lenore Ryan and those guys, they live in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And you know we can we we're gonna hit Georgia, and we're gonna hit South Carolina, but uh, you know we want to go down in North Carolina to areas that are close to us, and win some battles, and then we want to own the state of Virginia, because mm. it's it's been good to Virginia Tech and Virginia, and there's only four teams playing Division Two football. You know Virginia State, Virginia Union, and uh, that other college over there in Wise County. I don't know what the name of mm-hmm. it is, but uh, and they got to pass us to get to, uh, you know, to get to get over there. So yeah. we, we, we're gonna, we're gonna try to win the state of Virginia first, and then go from there. Well, and and I, I absolutely, we lock down state of Virginia and then go over there and invade their territory. Let's talk about that second half. I look, I went back and looked at Newberry's stats, and that was the by, by far the worst half of offensive football they've had this year. They had seven first downs. They only completed two passes, 133 yards of offense, but 49 of that on one play. So you're talking less than 100 yards on the rest of, of their offensive plays, and they only had the ball for eight Eight, well, say nine minutes, almost nine minutes. That was their worst half this season. So yeah, I, th- I think it had to do with uh, both sides of the ball for mm-hmm. us. Well, obviously, you know, all, yeah. offensively, I think we we did some things, and defensively, we were really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we had a bead on them. And uh, you know, I, I think they started getting a little conservative because. You know, they hey, they came to Emory and Henry thinking, hey, uh, now their head coach didn't think that, but I think their players mm-hmm. thought that because uh, their coach was Coach uh, Knight. Yeah, co- Coach Knight was. Uh, he he told me before the game. He said, I, I think I'm worried about this one. I'm I'm thinking y'all. Are a pretty good football team, and da da da. And you know, coaches talk before games. Right, I saw but, you that, down there he, talking with. Him. But he he really, I think he felt like, hey, if we don't play to our capability, we're going to lose this game. And uh, I was hoping they were, <laughs> and they definitely came close to it. Well, you know, I, I had a chance to talk with the radio guys from Newberry up in the uh, press box before the game started. And, of course, we're exchanging pleasantries and talking about the upcoming game. And so, I, you know, I made a comment about, you know, I hope you guys, you know, will call off the dogs here if it gets gets out, out of hand. And, and they said, uh, don't be saying that. We heard Coach Knight on his Thursday night 
a radio show talking about you guys, and he's scared to death with some of the, with some of the players you all have. So he 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 was legitimately concerned with. with yeah, he was. It was it wasn't fake. I I can tell when somebody's fake. Yeah, and I never ask anybody to call off the dogs. I mean, I no, I, I would, mean, we I, would I would joking. I would tell them. No, I've heard coaches say that. No, I'm, you beat us as bad as you can, and we'll beat you as bad as we can. <laughs> That's kind of my philosophy on that. And uh, but yeah, he he wasn't like that. He was he was uh, very complimentary in a in a genuine way, and I've got a lot of respect for him. I told him actually that I was at the coaches' meeting with all the head coaches in the SAC conference, and I, when I left, I had the most respect for him. And uh, actually, he had, when I was coaching at JMU a hundred years ago, he was at Charleston Southern. And yes, he was the defensive was. coordinator, and I was the offensive line coach. And they came to uh, to Harrisonburg. So, and so we we talked about that for a little bit about how old we are. <laughs> reminiscing well you know we're talking about coach todd knight uh, he was interviewed after the uh, game josh floyd uh was covering the game for the paper and he interviewed him and i'm paraphrasing here but his this is what he said told josh said that they belong and they're going to beat a lot of people we got lucky today emory and henry is a very good football team and that was his quote to josh so um, I think he does. I think he felt lucky to get out here with a W. Yeah, I think he. They were. Yeah. I mean, we we've got a very very good kicker that's a freshman, and I, I think if he was a sophomore, they would have got out here with a loss. And uh, you know, I still love Trace, and Trace is. You know, I want him to feel comfortable about it, and I do. wasn't going to run out there and try to tackle him and tell him, hey, Trace, hey, your day's coming, and you're going to win a lot of games at Emory. And he will. I, I, th- oh, yeah. I think he really will. And so that's how we approached it. And, uh, you know, I wish that field goal would have gone through. And I'm sure he wishes his quarterback wouldn't have fumbled down there. And uh, so there were several, you know, in a close game like that, there's a bunch of things that go on. Oh, gosh. And you never know which one wins or loses. But, you know, you just got to play. Well, Coach, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about that one series that before overtime where we had a chance to put the, have a touchdown and it got nullified. And then we'll talk a little bit about Wingate uh, before we close out. So, folks, we'll be right back after this quick break. Support for WEHC comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. I heard the voice of a pork shop say, come on, don't be Where did you talk about your stewing beans? I know what's the best. WEHC connects the people of Southwest Virginia to each other, to their region, and to the world. Through the airwaves, the internet, and a growing use of podcasts, we take pride in programming that is locally sourced and globally connected. Make a pledge. for The phone number for pledges is 276-944-6593 or online at www.wehcfm and select Make a Gift. 
And we're back, folks. Coach, I want to talk about – I don't want this to sound like, like sour grapes, but we talk about Trace Butcher. He missed that field goal that could have put the you know, 23-20 win. You guys were down in the red zone once before, though, and you were, you were down inside, I believe, the five-yard line. Uh, you complete the pass for a touchdown, but it gets – erased because of an ineligible receiver how can you talk about that a little bit or what well we're we're the biggest rp rpo team in this conference which is run pass option Mm -hmm. and nobody does it more than us right so we've been told when we zone up if you're not covered You've got to choke your motor and not not go all the way to the linebacker. There's a three-yard rule on making contact, and then if you block him past that, it's you get called for it. Mm. And, um, you know, this league is, uh, I mean, they're very serious about calling that. that. And it was right on the line, and um, you know, was I disappointed, and was I upset, and was I – uh, throwing things at uh, everywhere on the field, yes, and uh, but it's uh, we didn't turn it in to the officials. The head of the officials, Jack Childress, is a uh, great guy. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He was an ACC official, and I can see where that was that was called. But it was right, you know, it was right there on the line. You, I mean, you hate when you score a touchdown and it's called back and you've mm-hmm. got to kick a field goal. And, it, you know, it's game-changing, oh. you, know, you know, and that's that's what it is. But I have uh, been impressed with the S- South Atlantic Conference officials. Right. And, you know, I think they're, uh, they're different than the conference we came from. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're a step ahead of them. And I know Jack Childress is going to make sure that they they do their job the right way. We had a couple plays we turned in, and uh, Mr. Childress responded to us, and uh, and we appreciate that. And that wasn't one of them. So mm-hmm. we understand that in this RPO, we've got to slow down on when we're zoning up to a linebacker. Right. So that's what we've got to do. Well, it was a crucial call. It would have made the game 24-20. Uh, that would have been pretty good. That would I would have, have liked nice. that a lot at that yeah. time. But you never know what would have happened. They may not have fumbled on their next drive. They may have scored. Who knows? But it was a crucial, crucial call, crucial play. And I thought Kyle Short did a really good job waiting and, and being paid. I thought he was the whole game long in that pocket, knowing how much pressure was coming, waiting on those receivers to clear. I thought Kyle played one of his best games since he's been here against a great football team that had a defensive line that was uh, as good as we'll play against. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second best one we'll play against this week. Well, let's mention a couple other guys. We only got a few minutes here. We are we are going down to uh, Charlotte to play Wingate, who was picked third in the uh, conference. They're going three and zero, and they're coming in with a great defense. We hadn't had much time to talk about that, but I thought AJ Burgess played a great game. Oh, he continues. He's a pre med guy that. He figures it out. He's pre-med on defense too, <laughs> so so I mean I, I I really really like him. He played defensive line last year, and he's lost 
I don't know, 40 or 50 pounds to go back to linebacker. And I wish I could uh, have that secret to lead, boy, lose, lose four, 40 or 50. But, he no, he's done really well. I thought he had a great game. Jermaine Ford had six catches, 95 yards. Uh, he really had a good oh, game. Oh, he's too. a hands catcher, yeah. you know, and that's what you're looking for. Made a big play on a third or fourth down when he runs the out cut a pivot. So he's in and out and uh, just gets it down to the goal line. And, uh, you know, he's a he's a good person. I wish he'd be a little more quiet most of but the time. That <laughs> was a great play. You guys fourth and three, and you called timeout. And, boy, that was a gutsy call. And he, he ran – I yep. mean, he left that poor defensive back in the dust back there. Yeah, he got Cam and Quentin have – you know they've done great jobs. They're they're they work well together, and uh, you know Cam's in his second year as a coordinator, and Quentin will give a couple. You know he was a coordinator here too, so I mean it's it's a good situation yeah. on that side of the ball. And we've got Welly back too, and Nick Copas is special over there too. I th- I thought you your coaching staff is to be commended. I thought they had a well prepared uh, football team Saturday, and and it showed, and so. And, Coach, we're just about out of time, so we're not going to get to talk about Wingate very much, but I hope we have a, a big crowd down. It's the easy drive down to Charlotte, and it's a 6 o'clock game, so I hope we have a cr- big crowd down there. And best of luck this coming Saturday. Hopefully. I appreciate everything y'all do, and uh, I promise you our guys will play hard. All right. That'll do it for us, folks, and thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week at the same time. Thank you.